Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it. Okay? I'm back at it again, man, and it is time to talk. Let me tell you something. This New York Jets football team, all the hopes that we had, all the things that uh, we were hoping were going to happen, ain't happening, okay? Jets have been eliminated from the playoffs. We lost to the Seahawks 23-6. to And boy, was it an experience, okay? Salutes to all the savages, J. Cole, all my guys in the chat. We're going to talk about this. So listen, call in, 515-602-9639, 515 515- Six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Let me go ahead and get into the show. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote our Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave us some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well. All right? Go on over to Twitter. Type in at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. Follow me. I'll follow you right back. We can go back and forth and talk about this football team. Show's also on iTunes as well. Go on over to iTunes. Type in the Long Beach Joe Show. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave me a five-star rating. Give me some feedback. Let me know what you folks think I, you know, about what I'm doing here. That's what it's all about. I love engaging with people, going back and forth, and I want to thank everyone that does that. For those of you that do not know as well, that just listen to the podcast and, you know, like my takes and want to hear me, you can also see your boy, all right? Listen, there's a lot of people that be like, listen, Joe, you look good, man. I, I, I like your takes. I like how you sound phenomenal, but I didn't know you, you were so handsome. And I said, whoa, <laughs> listen, thank you for your compliment. I'm not arrogant, all right? I'm just, you know, working with what I got here, you know? Ladies coming up to me saying, Joe, you're, you're a beautiful man. And I say, thank you. Thank you for watching the show. So if you want to come check your boy out, you want to hear the takes, you want to get in the chat with the savages as well, all right? You want to know why I call them my savages the savages? Because they're savage, okay? I'm talking straight savage, and it does not matter what happens. They will get after you, all right? I'm talking savage. Savage. They don't care who you are. They'll come after you for all of your takes. They go back and forth. So you get in there. You know, everybody's respectful. But, you know, they definitely <laughs> come at you about takes. And they share their takes as well. Salutes to all the savages, NYJSFL, Mr. Magic, The Jet Show, J. Cole, all my guys in there. You know what I'm saying? Callers, we'll get to y'all in just a second. The lines are hot. Again, everybody can call in, 515-602-9639. All right? Salutes to everybody. Also, Happy New Year to everybody as well, uh, you know, in case I don't say that enough. Now, before I start the show, I also want to send my thoughts and my prayers out to the family, the friends of Damar Hamlin, um, and to him as well, as we all know, tragic injury uh, during a football game last night. I know the last news was coming out that he was recovering and that, you know, he was still, but he was still in a, a critical situation. That's the last news uh, that we actually got. I'm wishing him nothing but a speedy recovery. I'm hoping that guy comes back and 
is able to just be a hundred percent and go on, you know, and, and live his life the way he should. Uh, it sucked to see it happen, you know, but again, my thoughts and my prayers to him and his family. So as we continue on, the Jets are in some trouble. All right. Jets were in some trouble. Oh boy. We were right there. Okay. We were going into this game and we thought that we had what it took. Okay. The Jets had 10 days, 10 days to prepare for the Seahawks. All right. And this is after us losing to the Jags. All right. We're coming off that game. We're looking at the situation and we're saying our playoff hopes lie in the balance. All right. We control our own destiny. We can do what we need to do. All we have to do is get these two solid wins, two wins. That's all we need, two wins, and then we can continue to make our way. We needed a little bit of help now. We did need, you know, uh, New England to lose, but we had what it took, all right? The, the, the gauntlet was laid out in front of us. We come out against Seattle, and let me tell you something. I talked about this. We had to start fast. We had to come out there and take the hearts out of this football team. The New York Jets came out against Seattle on Sunday and looked flat. They looked terrible. They looked unprepared. They were not ready for anything that happened out there. Nothing. All right? And this is off of 10 days prep. They looked completely unprepared. The first play that the Seattle Seahawks ran, the line of the first play, okay, 60-yard run by Walker, 60 yards. And from then on, you just saw (laughs) that the Jets weren't ready. They just weren't. We couldn't stop Walker at all on the day, at all. 23 carries, 133 yards on the ground. He also had a catch for nine yards. This guy was all over the place, missing, just missing tackles left and right as well with him. It was insane. We just could not stop this guy. Couldn't stop him at all. It's mind-boggling. The defense was struggling early to get things done. Geno Smith was out there willing and dealing. He was 18 of 29, 183 yards, excuse me, throwing the football, two touchdowns. It's mind-blowing. Noah Fant as well, we struggled with him. Two catches, 40 yards. He had a 29-yard pitch and catch as well. DJ Dallas scorched us too. Seven carries, 43 yards on the ground, three catches, 55 yards. He also had a 41-yard pitch and catch too. Parkinson carved us up as well, five catches, 36 yards. He also had a touchdown. We just, we couldn't stop him. We could not stop him. Now the defense did give up a TD or some field goals as well. But, man, it was mind-boggling. The way they targeted our safeties and linebackers. Just got carved up. Now, I will say Reed and Sauce did their jobs pretty effectively. Metcalf only had one catch for three yards. Lockett only had two catches for 15 yards. If you would have told me that we held those guys to those numbers, I would have told you, oh, yeah, we won win away from the playoffs, baby. (laughs) I would have told you that, and I would have been wrong. Now, the Jets' offense, and again, we'll get to the callers, 515-602-9639. We'll get to them in just a second. Salutes to everybody. Lines are hot, and we'll get to everybody. The Jets' offense struggled mightily on the day. Mike White, 23 of 46, 240 yards, two interceptions. 
He had, his interce- he had one of the interceptions on his first drive. You could see that those ribs, those ribs were hurting. He took shots in this game. We're also going to be talking about, listen, I love Robert Sulla, but his game management in this game, especially his management of Mike White, questionable. For the half, he leaves Mike White out there. For Hail Mary, he gets blasted. I mean, come on. Some of the decisions that was made in this game coaching-wise, particularly the offensive coordinator, Mike LaFleur, the questions about him are swirling, and they should be. This New York Jets offense has had issues all season, pretty much, all season in the play-calling department, particularly in the red zone. And you saw today, the New York Jets couldn't get anything done on the ground as well. We've been talking about that, lack of a running game. It's a bad defense. It's a 29th-ranked defense in the league. The same way that we struggled against the Jaguars, who don't have a great defense. The same way we struggled against the Lions, who don't have a good defense. We struggled against the Seahawks as well. The offensive line was horrid. Pass blocking was terrible. Fant, Brown, McGovern, my goodness. My goodness. This offensive line needs to be reworked in the offseason. This was terrible. It was awful. It was awful. The running game, again, it stunk. 75 yards total. Total on the day. And we're supposed to be a running football team. We're supposed to be a power team. We didn't get it done. Keep in mind, the Seattle Seahawks, no Ryan Neal. That's one of their starting safeties. Jordan Brooks as well, one of their key linebackers, went down during the game. I felt like the Jets' offense didn't do enough to target any of those issues. They didn't do enough to try to expose the deficiencies there at all. They didn't attack that offensively, not at all. There seems to be a lack of urgency here offensively with the New York Jets. And everything in that game, when you watch the Jets in that football game, everything just seemed out of sync. The offense looked out of sync in particular. This was a total team loss. And I know we're going to be talking about Mike White tonight as well. He didn't play his best. I understand he's got the, the, the fractured ribs. I get it. But he did go out there and play, right? So I will allow critique of him. <laughs> I will hear you out. As everybody knows, I, you know, everybody's got their own takes. But there was some bad decision-making as well for him at the quarterback position. I understand the ribs played a factor. He couldn't get a lot on the ball at, on some points on some throws. But there were some decisions that he made in those games, throwing in the double coverage, stuff like that, where he's just got to make better decisions. Then you look at the special teams as well. Boy, oh, boy, Braxton Berrios. My goodness, man, how many punts are you going to let go over your head so we can get it down on the ground? Come on. Ah, Braxton Berrios, what are you doing? And let me give another one for Braden Man. This is for Braden Man. I got Braden Man. What are you doing? Shanking punts again? Just a frustrating day overall. The Jets took a, a tough loss. Playoff hopes are dashed. I'm disappointed, but I will say this. 
I think we, you know, the season was disappointing because we didn't make the playoffs. But I don't believe that the season's a failure because of what we saw from this football team. I know everyone has different opinions on that. But I tell you what, when you look at the process of the New York Jets, when we started this rebuild, we knew that we were in a rebuild. Oh, believe it. We all know that. And I don't think that playoffs for most people, most people didn't believe that the Jets were even being the conversation to make the playoffs. So for us to be 6-3 and three at one point in the season, being able to continue to push, seeing all of the young talent flourish the way that we saw here, seeing guys step up, and we did deal with a lot of injuries this season as well along the offensive line, Zach Wilson being up and down as well at quarterback. The season, in my opinion, is not a failure. It is disappointing because we didn't make the playoffs and it was right there. But the growth that we saw and the immediate impact of a lot of these players, that's huge as well. Because, again, we're still in the rebuild. Now, we're going to continue forward, and we're going to talk about the offseason when that comes. we still got a game coming up as well against those fans. You can't stand those guys. It's a tough loss, but we were right there. All right? So we're going to get to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Again, when you call in, Please be patient. I'll get to everybody. And please make sure you have a good phone. Please don't call me with a Braxton Berrios phone. Oh, my God. Oh. Braxton Berrios just annoys me. We're going to get to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Please give the stream a thumbs up, all right, no matter where you're watching me from. Also, share the stream as well with your friends and your family. We'll love connecting with people that way. If you like to give to, to the platform, the Super Chat's there. If you don't want to get the Super Chat, Cash App is up at the bottom of the screen. Anything you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. So we're going to get to these calls. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. First call I'm going to, I think this is my guy, Val, man. Joe. I think this is Val. Val salute. First off, hold on, Val. For those of you that don't know, oh, Val. That boy's a savage. Man. I ain't gonna lie, Val. Salute to you, my friend. <sighs> Jets lose to the Seahawks. I hear the, <laughs> the, the the disappointment in your voice. Give me your thoughts about this loss, man. Is Sulla to blame for this loss completely, or is this a team loss to you? I feel like this is definitely a coaching loss, and it, it, it's like 80% coaching loss and, and 20% team loss as well, too, because the thing is the coach is supposed to have the team ready before even the mm-hmm. game, and they looked at lifeless. They looked like they wasn't even yeah. trying to even play to get into the playoffs because where was the urgency? I didn't see no urgency. It felt like the game was over, like everybody was just ready to pack it up and go home and everything like that. It was just like, it was not even a playoff type of team. It, it didn't even look like we deserved to be in the playoffs, especially coming after a five-game losing streak. We just came off of a back-to-back losing to the Jaguars, losing to the Lions, and we held them to 20 points. I'm like, we can't even put up 20 points. We haven't put up 20 points since the Vikings game. It, it was yeah. terrible, man. And yeah. this got to go on coaching. 
And mm-hmm. I'm sorry, like, I, I'm not trying to go at the um, offensive coordinator, but we might have to address the offensive coordinator or something because it's like this team, the, the plays, like, Joe, how many times did you see on second down? What was we going to do on second down? I'm not even going to say nothing. Every time on second down, yeah. what we do, Joe? You already know what time it is. the go ball. Ahead. You're going to run? Yeah. You run the ball. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. so predictable. Yeah. Is either when you yeah. pass the ball or we run the ball on second down every time. I was like, it's so predictable. So now now you're starting to get like Adam Gase with the screens. So it was just like it was getting bad. It was really getting bad. And it just felt like we threw in the white flag in the third and fourth quarter, and we were just putting the ball left and right. Um, Mike White, I, I, I was saying, man, Mike White, I understand he had the rib injury and stuff like that, but – it wasn't your brain, you know. Like you're not supposed to throw mm-hmm. it into double coverage, man. Like it it was mm-hmm. terrible, man. And and another person, Corey Davis, you're getting a lot of money, and you're not even showing up, man. It was just he's yeah. like non-existent out there too. So yeah. it's just like, man, we yeah. have a lot of stuff to address. But go ahead, Joe. No, listen, and Val, listen, I hear you, and I'm I'm right there with you. I, I, I know that there's a lot of people calling for Sella's head at this point as well. A lot of people talking about Sean Payton and getting rid of Robert Sella. I'm not necess- I'm not on that train. I'm not on that train. I will train say that right now. I'm not on that train. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not he said yet. I'm not on that train. I will say that. I heard you. I heard. Oh, I can hear you very well. Okay, Val. I can hear you. Listen, you said I'm not on that train yet. I- I'm not on that train of firing Robert Sella, but I will say that if there's anyone that does need to be fired. It should be LaFleur. He's going to be the yes. guy. If there's anyone fired, it should be him. Now, I want to be clear about this, though, and I know that people are calling for LaFleur's head. Now, Sulla did come out in a press conference as well and talk about, uh, you know, there was a guy, a, a presser, a, a media guy that asked him, hey, what is your level of confidence in Mike LaFleur? And he said, you know, I'm feeling, I feel very confident in him. He talked about how if Kyle Shanahan, you know, when he was at the Niners, had fired him mm-hmm. during a bad year when things weren't going well, they could have easily have made him the scapegoat. They could have easily have said, hey, we didn't win enough games. You're out the door. You're the guy. That's the reason, right, and moved on from him. But he didn't. Right. Shanahan sat him down. You know, they went over things and brought him back. And, look, history, here he is now. He's the New York Jets head coach. He's done great things in this league. Now, I think he said all that to say, basically, that he's lobbying for LaFleur, and I don't think that he's going to fire him. Now, that to me means that LaFleur is going to be here. Now, and I hear what you're saying about, you know, his play calling being very up and down. I think our struggles in the red zone have been very up and down. But what are your thoughts about that? I mean, the fact that, again, he has, he's extremely confident in LaFleur and LaFleur is going out there. Could you make an, could you make an argument that the injuries, the issues at quarterback, are actually the real problems versus Michael Flores' play calling. Man, I, I want to say this, man. Um, I feel like his play calling had really suffered so, soon as AVT and Brees Hall went mm-hmm. down. Soon as that happened, yeah. everything went out the window, and I feel like everything mm-hmm. just got stalemated. I felt like you know, um, everybody figured this out. I feel like everybody figured out the offense when we went against the Patriots that first time. That's when everybody figured this out. Load up the box 
and turn our quarterbacks into quarterbacks and let them pass the ball. That's exactly what mm-hmm. happened in we lost five straight in a row because they watched that Patriots game, the Lions game, and the Jaguars game. And even the Seahawks, to a certain extent, they did the same thing, load up the box, stop the run, and turn our quarterbacks into a, a, a throwing quarterback. And that's where our downfall mm-hmm. was. And I feel yeah. like, you know, um, I, I would say – I wouldn't say fire him. I would say give him one more shot. Give him one more shot. And because, mm. to be honest, like he does have a couple of plays that I, I do like and stuff. The Wildcat, which he does, when stuff works, he goes away from it. That's the only problem with um, LaFleur that I have a problem with as well, too. When stuff works, he goes mm-hmm. away from it. I feel like if we get a quarterback in here, a veteran quarterback, I know we're not going to talk about that right now, but if we could get mm-hmm. a veteran quarterback in here, and actually get a real quarterback, I feel like we could judge him off of that. And we get everybody mm-hmm. back, let's get all the offensive line. If stuff is flowing and everything is going up and stuff, I say let's do that. Because, mind you, we did pass expectations. I did say we were going to win six or seven games this year. I wanted to see development. If we didn't see no development. Then that's when we could start firing people. But I'm going to give LaFar one more shot, to be honest with you. Okay. Okay. It's great that you talked about, and and that's a great take, and it's great that you talked about, you know, the quarterback situation. Now, you saw Mike White yesterday, okay? Or you saw Mike White against the Seahawks. In your opinion, is that it for him? Is he a guy that you don't want to see compete here next year or be the Jets quarterback, starting quarterback next year, or even compete? Or are you already looking to move on from him at this point? Is it out of question that he's the guy – that you know could possibly lead the New York Jets next year for you at quarterback? Or are you looking for Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo? I know there's a host of other names out there. Is this the final time that you think that Mike White, you know, will be under the helmet the Jets for, New- for at starting at quarterback there? Now check this out. Mike White had kind of sealed the deal of him being the starting quarterback of next year. He just showed that. He basically showed what he showed last year when he played against uh, the Buffalo Bills. That was basically the Mike White that we've seen before. So I say, man, um, he's a solid backup. Like, I, I was I was never on the, the, um, the train of him being a franchise quarterback uh, and everything. I feel like people just rally around him, and he's a really good guy and a good, solid mm-hmm. backup. That's how I feel. Like, if we could bring him back as a solid backup – I would definitely get him back. But if, for him to be the starting quarterback, I don't – technically, I want us to get a mobile quarterback that could be a threat from his legs and, and also mm-hmm. his arm as well too. That's what I think this, this team needs because just in case mm-hmm. our offensive line is not good, you've seen what happened with Chris um, Schreiler. He was actually moving the ball. We, we kind of stopped with the offensive line problems and stuff because you're now you're you're telling the linebackers to – focus on the quarterback and stop focusing on the wide receivers. So they have to focus on the quarterback. And so he could, you know, either throw it away or throw it to a um, throw on the run and stuff like that. But I, yeah, I say, and, man, and I, um, and, okay. and listen, and Val, I hear you. I Listen, I hear you. I, I understand the mobile stuff, but where where is that coming from? Are you saying you want the New York Jets to draft a quarterback or where is that mobile oh, guy no. coming from? Because, I mean, there's a guy on the, on the roster that's mobile. <laughs> His name is Zach Wilson. He's pretty mobile, but oh, I don't God. think anyone wants him throwing the football <laughs> at this point, though, right? <laughs> right? Oh, you I mean, talking about the guy that so runs that more? Yeah. <laughs> he's running. <laughs> he's running, though, right? I mean, he is running backwards, though. <laughs> <laughs> him, 
<laughs> he's running backwards. But that mobile guy is just not going to, you know, kind of come out of nowhere. So I look at it That's like true. this. And, and, I, and I'll give you the last one because I want to ask you another question. I'll give you a final question. But I look at it like this. Mike White, I think, has shown us that, yeah, he had a bad game against Seattle, but we had a bunch of great mm-hmm. other games with him as well. When the offense was in disarray, particularly at the quarterback position, and you go back and you look at Zach Wilson, I love Zach Wilson, but he, when he was at the helm, you could directly look at a lot of our losses and point the finger directly at him and say, listen, this is the guy. He lost the locker room as well at one point. Honestly, you saw in the Jaguars game when he was out there, the team just played like they knew that he wasn't the guy, right? Oh, Mike White, when he, Yeah, Mike White, when he stepped in, you saw everything reinvigorated. Even in the loss, you had guys still say, look, he went mm-hmm. out there and competed. He's a dog. He has the, he has the pulse of that locker room. He's the best you know, guy that we've seen in the offense this season. So I'd have no issues with them coming back with him next season, you know, giving him a deal, extending and moving forward with him. I have no problem with that. But I will say this. There's going to be veteran guys out there as well, okay? And for those of you that aren't believers in Mike White, I, and I'm saying it right now, would have no issues with the Jets having a quarterback competition. I wouldn't have any issue with it. I would it. love that. If you bring in a guy like Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, they compete. Zach Wilson, I think, is they're going to keep working with him. I know people want him off the team and he should be gone and all this stuff. I don't know about that. I think they'll keep working with him. But he's going to be somewhere in the scrum. He'll probably end up being the second, maybe third string quarterback. But I'd have no issue with them bringing in another quarterback to maybe compete with Mike White for the starting job, if that's what they deem so. What are your thoughts about that, uh, Val? I'll give you the final word. Okay, I absolutely agree with that. I feel like we definitely need a, a quarterback competition. I say, like I said, I, I would bring back Mike White as a, a um, somebody to have a competition for that starting position. Carr, we mm-hmm. cannot ignore the warning signs with Carr because he does not play good in cold weather. He is 0-6, as, as I believe. But, yeah, I mean, listen, we can't ignore the warning signs. But listen, I will say, that, I think he ahead. would be – okay, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, the, the, look, cold weather. It gets it. It doesn't get super cold up there in Oakland, but it, or Vegas. But listen, it, Carr. If you look at him, and again, I'm on the West Coast, so I watch these guys. Mm-hmm. Carr's a solid quarterback. I'm not saying that he's Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying he's Drew Brees. I'm saying he's a competent guy that would lift our offense just enough to where we would be successful offensively. That's the honest. Oh, most guy. definitely. That that's that's what it would definitely. be. He would get. He would. Give us but, stability but you, but at the quarterback position. Concerned about he's the cold not super amazing. Stuff, his record? No, no. I'm more concerned about us figuring out this quarterback position so we don't keep that's looking true. this way. I think you'll be that's fine. True. I think you'll be that's fine. True. I think you'll be fine. So okay. before I let you go, Val, because the lines is hot, man. Give me your score prediction, man. We got this final game coming up against Miami. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up, man? Okay, okay. So I I, I feel like um, man. I I think the <laughs> I think we might win. I think we might win. It might be what? seventeen okay. to fourteen uh, Jets winning the game. I'm not too confident, man, because we don't even score Give me a touchdowns. Score again? But what was it? seventeen fourteen Jets. Okay, seventeen fourteen. Listen, Val, I got to slide off, man. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself yes, a good sir. Time. Everybody hitting like salute, subscribe salute. to Joe's page, man. Peace. Absolutely. Thank you so much, man. You have a good one. Listen, we're going to keep going to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers again. Please be patient. We will get to everybody, all right? And also, for my new callers, when you call in, 
Don't curse on my show. I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast, all right? Faster than Braxton Burials can let a punt fly over his head. That's right. Are you going to field the punt, Braxton? Are you going to keep letting us start from the one-yard line? Is that what you're going to do? Are you putting us in a good position when you do that? My goodness. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. Next, I'm coming to Devon. 973-973, Devon. I'm coming directly to you. Salutes to you, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, we're talking Jets losing to Seattle. Playoff hopes and dreams are down the drain. Give me your thoughts on this loss, man. How much of this is on Sulla? The team came out flat, looking unprepared. What are your thoughts? 973. 973. Going once. Going twice. 973. I will come back to you. Next, I'm going to go to my guy, Brick City. We're going to Brick City, man. We're going to Brick City. Brick City salutes. I want to thank you Salute. for calling Happy in. For those New of you Year. that don't know, hold on, let me let them know, I'm though, Brick savage. City, because, you know, some people don't. <laughs> He's a savage. Brick City's a savage, man. Salutes to you, Brick. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, Brick, man, give me your thoughts on this loss that the Jets suffered to the Seattle Seahawks, man. Who do you put this on? We come out flat. We don't look good. What are your takes on it, man? I blame everybody from the from head coach and coaching to the players. We had 10 days, Joe. We had 10 days. What these guys over eight on, on fifth cake or something on the holidays? What's going on? You know, playoffs this playoffs is still on the line. It's win, it's win or go home. And I see no intensity, mm-hmm. no urgency. You know, I love Rob Sala, but when we're doing good, you all beating your chest, hyping up. But I want to see you getting guys' faces. That's what real head coaches do. You feel me, Joe? When the things on, you just, Belichick does that. Uh, Dayball and and for the Giants has done has done that. Jim Harbaugh, you name a few. I want him to get in guys' faces, rile the guys up when we're when we're down, not just rile guys up when we're, we're up like by two touchdowns and we're having a good day mm-hmm. because that's that's part of a CEO coach. Everybody wants a CEO coach. Well, play your part, play your role, Rob. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it was crazy. And again, a lot of people were talking about his game management as well. What are your thoughts about that? I felt like at some point you're watching Mike White go out there. He's struggling with the rib injury. He took a shot before the half. That was crazy. Do you think he should have pulled him and put in Flacco? I mean, yeah, to to prefer uh, to to avoid any significant injury. Um, heck, I would have dressed Zach or something, you know, like, hey, Zach, man, mm-hmm. heck, we, you know, we already down and out, just ball out, have fun, don't think too much, something. I mean, would Joe Flacco have gave us a start? No, probably not. But it, it would have been something, Shreveler package or something. I, I just seen no urgency with this, with this uh, coaching staff this year. I think the coaching staff regressed, and it shows on the field. What are your thoughts I think it about definitely Michael shows on the field. No, it, it does. You know, we struggled again. 
But listen, we struggled, and I want to get your thoughts on Michael Floyd. There's a lot of people calling for his head as well, wanting to see him get fired. Are you in agreement with that? Are you a guy that wants to see the Jets move on from him, especially amidst all of our offensive struggles? Um, I'm in between. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? What's what's the positive? You got the, the positives to me outweighs the negatives. And what do I mean by that? Number one, the system works. His system do work. Heck, me and you can throw 300 yards in that system for the Jets. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's yeah. definitely not him on that. But what he, what his negatives is, I think he's a little uh, arrogant for his own good. He gets in his way. You know, he, he probably in his own mind thinks he's this genius and, hey, I'm going to put these guys in certain positions is going to work. It doesn't work like that. Uh, going to shotgun and third and short, no, we gotta we gotta be physical. We gotta pound that rock. We stop running up the middle. Let's do some stretch plays. Uh, I want to see some more RPO or bubble screens. Something get creative. He got creative last year down the stretch, right? And I feel like he regressed as well this year. I feel like he, you know, there's there's no veteran guy because he was a rookie too, you know, last year, you know. So and then losing, like I said, um, on the on the Jake Asman show. Uh, the other day, losing Greg Knapp was a definitely blow for this team, and we never we never recovered from that. It definitely shows mm-hmm. this season that we need a guy, maybe hire Frank uh, Frank Frank uh, Wright or whatever the case may be, a veteran that's seen that's seen it all, has done it all, that probably can pull pull uh, pull uh, Mike Mike Lafleur to the side and say, hey man, this is not working. We got to do something else. You know, and he, but, he comes from that Andy Reid tree. Here's my and – and I hear exactly what you're saying, you know, Brick City. And I'm going to play devil's advocate here, right? I hear what you're saying. But with everything on the line, playoffs on the line, you're going to Seattle, you know what's going on here, you've got 10 days to prepare, how do you not have that creativity ready to go? Why do we have to hire somebody? He's supposed to be the guy, the OC, right? Why do we have to hire some guy for you to throw in there some creativity? Why is it that, and Val talked about it as well, why is your run game so predictable? Why do we know? Why do you struggle in the red zone so much? Why do you get so cute? Why don't you just do obvious things that would work? And we talked, there was one point where we were getting down to the one and we would do crazy stuff instead of just running quarterback sneaks and getting into the end zone. We talked about that ad nauseum on this show. Every single game this year, right, our defense has put us in a position to win. I cannot count how many games that we've literally been down, you know, we, we, were, we were in the games until the fourth quarter because our defense put us in those positions. And the offense could not produce at all. Couldn't do anything. You look at those New England games, we were in it, in it to win it until the very end, right? You look at a, even the Jags game, the, the defense wasn't playing its best, and we were still in that game. We could have won that game if the play calling was better and the quarterback play was better, Right. We talk about this constantly. So at what point are you going to look around and go, okay, if this guy can't get it done here and we're moving forward, shouldn't we move forward without him? I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I'm playing devil's advocate. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I agree with you 100%. I mean, Robert Sala, that's his, that's his best friend or whatever. He should pull him to the side and say, hey, man, get your crap together. This isn't working. And if you can't fix it, my guy, we I'm going to have to let you go. And if I can't let you go and you ruin it, because that's what – I mean, I seen the conference the other day. Robert Sala pretty much is riding with his friend. Okay, Robert Absolutely. Sala, you're going to die on the hill with your best friend. Okay, some change has got to happen. 
Um, Mike LaFleur mm. got to evaluate himself and say, all right, I'm not getting it done. I'm overwhelmed, whatever. I'm not putting these guys in, in the best position. But I'm also looking at it from the other side, too. Mike LaFleur, the offensive line has collapsed. Things hasn't been the same since AVP and um, Brees Hall got hurt. Uh, Dwayne Brown, yeah. uh, I think he didn't get, that, um, didn't get that surgery, so he's been playing hurt all year. He's up there in age. Noah Fat. He's injury prone. He's up there in age. I mean, we just seen Dr. Guard George coming Fan, yeah. in. Yeah, I mean, Dr. Guard coming in and playing in the Seattle game. That's pretty much a, 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 a late situation. He came in super late in the year. So our offensive line uh, hasn't been producing either. Um, the quarter, I mean, just the whole offense as a whole. I, you, you can see guys slowly checking out on the field. Uh, Corey mm-hmm. Davis, goodbye. Gotta go, man. Gotta go. He's not reliable. <laughs> we, 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 you talk about Braxton Berrios, my brother. Corey Davis, he is not reliable. Six three, you know, supposed to be this possession guy. Supposed to be this young guy coming from Tennessee. You know, he's not going to burn you, but he can get you between the numbers and get some yaks, yeah. whatever like that. You're dropping easy catches. I mean, how many times might White throw to this guy? Zach Wilson hit this guy in the middle, and you're dropping it on yeah. these third and longs and easy stuff. So there's got to be a lot of yeah. shuffling going on this year, bro, Joe. There's got to be a yeah. lot of shuffling going yeah. on. Yeah. And, 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 can we get to the quarterback? Yeah, yeah, that's that's where I wanted yeah. to go next. Again, we're, we'll talk about the roster changes, free agency, all that stuff going on. But you're right, Corey Davis has not produced the way I, we all believe he should. And there were some injuries and stuff like that. But we're seeing that for the money that we're paying him, I under, completely understand why people are talking about moving on. But I want to talk to you about the quarterback position. You wanted to go there. Mike White didn't play his best in that game. Do you think it's over for him? Do you think this closes the door on oh, him as a starter? You know, being a Jet starter next season? Of course, yeah, he's gonna starter. be a backup. And if he can't, if he can't as a starter, no, 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 no. Backup, okay. yeah, he can be a Why? guy that can win. Well, he's not a. Well, I mean, he's for one the injuries, Why? right? The, the injuries. Okay, but, he's but, injury prone. Hold on, before. But what is he injury prone though, uh, Brick City? Because look, if anybody would have taken the shots that he took against Buffalo, they'd be injured. If you took him, you'd be hurt. If I took him, I'd be hurt. If, if, if Patrick yeah. Moore, anybody gets hit the way he was getting hit, all right, he almost got sawed in half by Matt Milano. I mean, I'm, that shot, anybody's seen that picture, he's just getting destroyed. You would get hurt, okay? So I understand the whole injury-prone thing, people trying to say that, but you can't really put that on him when he's taking the hits that he should take. Other than well, him getting injured, which has derailed his time, when you look at this, when he got, when he got his chance and his opportunity this season, did he not uplift the Jets' offense? That was floundering. He did. Yeah, he put a spark on the offense, but I'm not talking about just so then, this season alone with Mike White. I'm talking. About, I'm, I'm including okay. last year as well. You know, it's same thing. He'll come and win you a game or two, then he'll get hurt. Look at the Indianapolis game. He was taking shots that game as well. He was cook. We was cooking Indianapolis you? at first, and we had a bad, bad I, a worse roster last year. Yeah, but can I ask you a question, though, Brick City? Sure, uh, you argue yes. that Mike Mike White Mike White has looked the best in this offense out of all the quarterbacks we've had. I'm sorry, my, my yeah. brother interrupted me. Can you repeat that? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Have, can you repeat that? Mike White, can you can you can you say that Mike White has looked the best in this offense than any other quarterback we've had? Yes. Yes. Okay. 100%. So if he uplifts okay. so the offense and he clearly has a command of the offense, right? 
Our offense looks better with him than anyone else. Not only just that, like that's the tangible, that's the stuff you can see out there. He's out there popping and producing within the offense. The guys in the locker room love him. They love him. You see it. They yeah, see but, that he goes out but there. But the NFL's a business, Joe. Guy, it's a business. Why can't this guy why can't this guy be the starter here? I still have not heard and I want to go back and forth with you, Brick City. I have not heard a legitimate argument about why Mike White cannot be the starter next season for the New York Jets at quarterback. Why? Okay, so uh, let's take the injuries off the way, right? Look at, look at his overall body okay. of work. As a star, he started, what, eight games? Eight games for us, give or take? And he mm-hmm. is literally two and six. And the NFL is a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately business. Yes, he can spark the offense. Yes, he can get hit guys open. But he he he's he is not that type of quarterback to where if if a guy is open deep, let's say uh let's say Garrett Wilson open, he can't make the throw down down bomb. He yes he makes the decisions and everything like that. But as soon as mm-hmm. a guy get hit or he or he injures a knee, it's like Chad Pennington all over again. It's going to set our it's going to set our franchise back a few more years. Let's bring in a guy like Derek Carr. Who is the top fifteen quarterback? Forget Jimmy Garoppolo, because we already Mike White mm-hmm. is our Jimmy Garoppolo. We can't win a Super Bowl mm-hmm. or go to the play. I don't believe that one hundred percent. Like I'm, I'm gonna stand on it. I'm gonna put my fandom on the line for this, Joe. Like can can okay. Mike White win us a, a, a couple of games in a pinch if we need it? Sure, one hundred percent. Command of the offense, uh, knowledge of the offense, hit hit guys on the underneath, the checkdowns, the easy stuff. The easy stuff, mm-hmm. but when it comes to pressure, let's say, let's say, let's say, a defense is like Buffalo, right? You know, he he looked good in those, he looked good until he got hurt. But Buff, they are, everybody knows when you play in my white man coverage, or stack the box brings the pressure to this guy. He cannot deliver. Look at look at the Vikings game this year. The Vikings defense is not all that, and we can't even get in the red zone. Red zone. Part of that was a, was Mike White. Part of that part of that was uh Baxter Barrios not catching. If we would have caught that, we would have mm-hmm. won that game. It, it's it's a different factors. It plays a lot of factors. Yeah, but uh, again, we were in that game. If Braxton Barrios catches that football. Guess what? Uh, that's a W for us. And by the way, people saying that Mike White can't throw the football, if you go back and look, he actually connected with Garrett Wilson. You talked about Garrett Wilson. He connected with him for a 54-yard bomb this year for a touchdown. So I, I think people – look, I, I get it, and I love going back and forth, but I think Mike White can make all the throws. You don't have to have the biggest arm to be in this league. You don't. There's a lot of guys no, that you don't, don't have big arms, and they're very successful, and he is. So my final question for he's, you, Brick City, I want to give you the last word on quarterback, Joe. Yeah, definitely. Oh, uh, listen, I, I hear you. I, I just I don't know if we've seen enough of him to say that he can't be a very solid quarterback. But I do think no, that I think we did see enough, Joe. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off, brother. I'm bad. I really apologize for that. But I don't no, like ahead. Mike White is a great career. Could be a great career backup for us. You know, look at look at Nick Foles, right? So let's say, for example, we did a Derek Carr. We go to the because I believe we get we get Derek Carr, we can go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. We can go to the Super Bowl with Derek Carr. I'm truly one hundred percent believe that because I'm sick and tired of these people talking about some all oh, the New York market, the New York market. I live out. I live in the New York market. It is not that serious. Mm-hmm. You know, forget if if you can just ignore the 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 New York Post and and some of our hating behind beat writers, we'll be fine. And I think, you know, it is what it is. You just put put them on the back burner, we're fine. Derek Carr is proven to be a leader of men. 
You know, mm-hmm. he never really had true talent in in in, in Oakland slash uh, Las Vegas. Imagine him right now. We would have won at least twelve games with Derek Carr right now, and the de- and he never mm-hmm. had a defense either. Yes, he had a running game with Josh Jacobs. Yeah, he might have you know he had Devontae Adams this year, but um and and he understands the West Coast offense. Imagine, mm-hmm. imagine Derek Carr with Elijah Moore, uh, uh, Garrett Wilson. Corey Davis is gone. Let's say we bring in. Um, I like that receiver from um, Green Bay. Um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Lazar. We just say we can bring in a Lazar. Lazar. He's, Alan Lazar. He, yeah, Lazar. Yeah. I like him. Alan Lazar. I like him. He's bigger than Corey Davis. A little faster. And he got better hands. He can catch. Yeah, he might be a little. He's not as injury prone as Corey Davis, but he had a little nick, nick nat injuries, whatever. But I believe we can win a Super Bowl with Derek Carr. So let's say he is a Carson Wentz situation. He, we, we're making a playoff run. You know, he's down and he, he gets hurt, whatever, for for a game or two. Or, heck, he gets hurt in the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Let's say we go to the Super Bowl, he gets hurt. I believe Mike White can win us the game. He can be that Nick Foles okay. for us. But for as, a, for okay. as, as far as 18, 18, 18 weeks started, no, 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 no. Uh, okay. Uh, All right. We'll Listen, be like five hundred. We'll be five hundred with Mike White. We'll be five hundred with Mike White. Okay. Listen, and I am not against Carr. I want to be very clear. All right. But I just think people are shutting the door on Mike White because of this rough, you know, game against the Seahawks. But I got callers. All right, Brick City. Again, I want to thank you for calling in. Before you slide off, go ahead. Always, and give me my your brother. Final score prediction: Jets, Dolphins. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? All right, I mean, you know me, man. I want all the smoke. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I want all the smoke. Uh, 34-27 Jets. But if we lose this game, my, um, uh, Woody Johnson going to fire everybody. <laughs> that, that's, that's we'll see. I'm hoping Woody does not meddle with this team. All right, thank not. you again I for calling in Brick City. You have yourself you a too, good brother. One, Happy right. New Year. You too, Absolutely. brother. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year to you as well. Have a good one. Listen, Happy New Year to everybody as well, in case I didn't say that enough. All right, look, that's one thing. Again, I want to talk about tonight, too, Woody Johnson. Do you guys think he'll start meddling uh, in the business as far as the front office? Do you think that he'll start to put pressure on Sulla to fire Mike LaFleur? We've seen them do this in the past. We've seen them meddle in the coaching stuff. I want to get your thoughts on that tonight. Again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 Call in. We're talking about it all, all right? We're going to take these calls. Just please be patient and make sure your phone's good, all right? Next, I'm going to Dwayne. Dwayne, I'm coming directly to you. All other callers, please, again, be patient. We'll get to everybody. What's going on? My friend, what's going on? Listen, Dwayne, tough loss to the Seattle Seahawks. Playoffs out of. out of reach. We're done there. Give me your thoughts, man. What are your What is your take? on the situation, the Jets coming out flat, not looking good. Are you questioning the Jets coaching at this point? I, I think Jets fans are absolutely ridiculous, man. Um, okay, talk about it. Let's, 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 let's go down what came out of this year, right? You, you've been watching the Jets for a little while, right, Joe? Yes, yes, I have. Well, a lot of while. For a little while. Some years, a long time. Uh, a long time. When the la- when's the last time we had four Pro Bowlers? Ooh, I can't. It's been a while, right? It's been a long okay. time. Okay. Okay. When the last time we had a uh, a thousand yard receiver? Ooh, 
that was a long time ago. Uh, maybe it's been a little while, Brandon right? Marshall or Eric? Yeah, I think Brandon Marshall or Eric Decker. Maybe I think uh, Brandon, maybe Brandon Marshall, but it was a while. Okay, there you go. That was seven was years. Ago. Go ahead. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But we go had ahead. a running back. We had a running back that was basically on his way to at least a thousand yard rushing year, right? Plus mm-hmm. his all around yeah. game, right? Till he got injured. Yeah. We got an offensive coordinator. Now, I'm, I'm, these are all facts. We got an offensive coordinator that made three backups look like starters, right? You had uh, Jefferson. You had, um, I forget his name, uh, who started for us this beginning of the season. And then you have Mike White. So basically, mm-hmm. you got um, your Flacco. So basically, what you got is an offensive coordinator who got mm-hmm. stuck with what's for now a bust of a quarterback who started a majority of his games, majority of the games he coached, right? Okay. So yeah. you accomplished a, a, a really good-looking running game before injuries. You accomplished a 1,000-yard receiver, would have had a 1,000-yard running back, and only thing that's gotten your way is pretty much a bust at quarterback. There are not many offensive coordinators that can get over a bust at quarterback. Okay. Right? And he started majority of okay. your games. But you got a backup looking like a starter. You got a backup looking like a starter so much, you're asking for why this guy that got kicked off of other teams, got kicked off the Cowboys, why can't he start the season? That's how good our offensive coordinator is. And people are talking about mm-hmm. firing the coach. Your, well, your, your, your head coach has three pro bowlers going to the, going to the pro bowl. And we're talking about firing coaches. For who? Another pipe well, dream? Sean Payton's coming, guys. Another another year Sean Payton coming? What? Sean Payton's been coming for a while, right? Okay. <laughs> so what is going that, Okay, you talk about this all. Go ahead. They do it. The Jets fans do this every year. They're like Knicks fans. Everybody's oh. coming to the team. And no matter how uh, uh, successful our coaches get, unless – I don't know when this season became playoff or bust. We started the year saying in December, I want to be in a playoff conversation. Guess what, Joe? In December, we were in a playoff conversation. We doubled okay. the wins. From, we doubled the wins the first year. We we basically mm-hmm. about to double the wins the second year, and we're going into the mm-hmm. third year. We're going to sit the bus mm-hmm. quarterback down. We might have him learning on the bench or whatever. We're going to have a decent draft pick. So if this team pretty much – if this team can stay decently healthy, I don't see why this team can't win 10, 11 games. This team okay, is not – here, here, Here's yeah. my thing, and I hear you. And, I, and you're, you're, you're making your points. You're firing your takes. But I'm going to play devil's advocate with you. You're talking about Michael LaFleur. I know you're saying you want to keep him. He's so good. If he's so good, why can't the Jets score? I think that his struggles in the red zone particularly, he's come out and talked about it himself, how much better he needs to be in the red zone, how the New York Jets should be punching things in and scoring points. If this guy's not able to get it done here, right? And, again, there's a myriad of weapons. Yes, we had injuries, right? But Elijah Moore, he's playing. Garrett Wilson, he's playing. This system is not predicated on having one star back. That's not how they run that in San Francisco. They have a myriad of backs. 
You still got Michael Carter. You still got Bam Knight. You still got uh, Ty Johnson, right? You still got all the other guys. Mind you, uh, what happened to the big sets that we were supposed to be running, Dwayne? Everybody's singing Michael Flores' praises. What happened to the big sets? What happened to you utilizing Tyler Conklin and Uzama? What happened to that? We didn't see that at all, particularly in the red zone where they're supposed to be utilized the best because that's what those guys do. They, happen, they make it happen. So uh, why is it that Michael Floor shouldn't be getting heat, Dwayne, if the Jets are not finishing in the red zone when that points directly to him? His predictable play calling, we talk about it every single week. That points directly to him. So when is when is he gonna get when is he gonna get the blame for that, Dwayne? I'm just asking. Go ahead. I, I'm not. I don't think he should not get any heat. Definitely, he should get some heat for uh, not adjusting, uh, whatever the case may be. But I, I, when I look around this league, because I, I I don't just judge the Jets by their history. I think a lot of that is happening. People are looking at the Jets' whole history or the last couple ten years, and they're saying, listen. You suck every year, but this coaching team staff wasn't around for ten years, right? This is mm-hmm. on their third. When I look around the league, that's how I judge the Jets. There are not a lot of teams who can't figure out their quarterback who are having great offenses. There are not a lot of teams mm-hmm. whose Pro Bowl offensive linemen are getting injured, and they have to catch somebody up in one week. You know, let, let me sign them on Tuesday and start them on Sunday that their offenses mm-hmm. are just snapping right into place, right? Signing okay. running backs on, on Monday, snap them right into place. So I think that's one of the, the biggest problems with this team is there's no consistency at quarterback. There's no consistency at the offensive line. There's no consistency mm-hmm. at running back. But what this team – this team has – if people think this team has not accomplished something this year, you're absolutely wrong. If you well, really yeah, I, I sit yeah. back and you look at what the Jets have been, the nerve of Jets fans to look at all we've accomplished this year and <laughs> ask and pretend like we're the fucking uh, – sorry for my language. Whoa, sorry, whoa, sorry, watch sorry, it, sorry, watch sorry, it, sorry. Watch it. Watch sorry, it. Watch it. Sorry, sorry. my show. But, Go but, ahead. Just watch but, it. You, you're doing good. Go ahead. And, <laughs> but we're we're over here like we're the Chiefs like seven wins. What is this? What's going? You know what I'm saying? Only one thousand yard uh, wide receiver. What's going on here? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Only three Pro Bowlers on defense. No, we are the Jets. We came from. Okay. Um, uh, 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 can I say cocaine addict? A coach? Well, no, we came from a bad situation. Let's say that we, we came, came from, from a bad, bad situation, situation Joe. And we're getting bad better. And we're getting better. All right, Listen, and we're getting better. And I hear you, you Dwayne. And we are getting better. And I, and, but I understand the heat that Lafleur is under, and I get why some people are so upset with his play calling because we thought we would get more. But to your point, again. There have been injuries, particularly along the offensive line, which made you adjust that, and Zach Wilson as well was bad this season. Listen, Dwayne, I got a lot of callers, all right, and I got to slide off, but before I let you go, quickly, give me your uh, final score prediction. Jets, Dolphins, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? Quickly. Jets, Dolphins, 28-10, Jets win. And last thing I just want to say, if you look at this Jets team's history – and you think you can gamble with bringing another coaching staff, 
and you're not satisfied with where we can go with this coaching staff, I think you're risking a little bit too much. You're going back. You might be going back to what we were for the last 10 years. Mm. Okay. That's all I got. Thank you for calling in, Dwayne. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Dwayne came in with some takes. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy. I'm going to my guy, Steve. Steve, we're coming directly to you. Everyone, again, please hold on. We're getting to everybody. Lines are hot. Steve, salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Steve, Jets lose to the Seahawks. Playoffs are done. What are your thoughts on this, man? How are you feeling? Hey, Joe. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, on the show again. You know something, Joe? Um, um. Even though you know we we're not going to the playoffs again, and and it was amazing that we still had a chance. But to tell mm-hmm. you the truth, Joe, I'm sad. I'm upset, and I, I, I'm honestly very heartbroken. It's mm. twelve years now of this franchise, of not yeah. making the playoffs. Twelve yeah. years now, Joe, it, mm-hmm. and it sucks. It really, yeah. really does. I, I yeah. mean, and the thing now, is, like, it go ahead. I'm sorry. Listen, no, listen, I hear you, and it, and it does suck. It does suck, but, again, we're in a building phase, and I, I know a lot of people talk about us not making the playoffs, and I get it, but we're in a rebuilding phase. We're going to continue to move on, continue to go forward. When you look at this situation, though, Steve, who's to blame for this loss to the Seahawks? Are you a guy that wants to see the Jets move on from, like, Mike LaFleur? Honestly, it's the whole team, from coaching to offense to defense to special teams. Like, I got to tell you something right now. I think what the Jets need to do in the offseason, listen, I would honestly, I, I've been very upset the last few weeks, and I haven't been enjoying, like, his offensive style play calling. I don't understand, Joe, like, his play calling at all. Like, and the thing is, is that, like, it's just, it's just, I just think that he honestly should be fired, but I don't think Robert Sala is not going to fire him after the season. So, because the thing is, people were even saying, like, after when we got eliminated, we need to get, an ex- like, someone who's an offensive experience at the coordinator mm-hmm. position. But the thing is, I just don't know if that's going to happen. Now, here is my thing. I'm not saying that Robert Sala should be fired after the season. I think he definitely will get another chance next year, and so will Joe Douglas. But if they get another chance next year, next year is going to be like a year that they need to prove themselves that they can get in. Now, listen, I will give Joe Douglas credit for what he did during the 2022 draft, but the free agency has not really been good so far. And I think mm. what's going to happen is in the offseason, Joe, is, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about this more because obviously we got one more game against Miami. Yeah. I think Joe Douglas needs to make some changes with this team, with his free agency, to save some money and pay guys that we should have to come to this team. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're going to definitely make some cuts and some guys that are here are not going to be here, you know, this next season. Again, we, like you said as well, we have a lot of time and we'll discuss that mm-hmm. once free agency comes, but I'll tell you what, 
One of the things I want to talk to you about, Steve, is the Jets quarterback position. You look at Mike White, a lot of people saying, hey, we should probably move on from him as well because of his bad performance against the Seahawks, didn't play very well. Do you agree with that? Do you think that this is the last time we should see Mike White as the starting quarterback of the New York Jets? You know something, Joe? I got to tell you something right now. I really hate talking about this quarterback situation. I'm going to be very mm-hmm. honest with you. I absolutely hate talking about this. But the thing is, is that, you know, you know, listen, I think Mike White is a decent quarterback. Is he a guy mm-hmm. that's going to get us to the next level? No. But the one thing I will say about Mike White is I think he's an, he's an outstanding backup. Like, I think yep. he's an outstanding backup. And then the thing is, you know, when you look back with the whole thing with the, with the, with the situation is, you know, I don't know what Zach Wilson is, what's going to happen with Zach after the season. But, you know, let me say something about Zach. Zach, I will say this year, had a very, very, very bad season. Do I think the Jets organization is going to give up on him after two seasons? I don't think so. And, and here is my thing. You know, despite Zach being very bad this year, I still think that Zach Wilson is really wonderful, wonderfully talented. I think he has a lot of drive. I think he's got, yeah. I think he's got a lot of chances to be a great quarterback. But the thing mm-hmm. is what Zach Wilson has to do in the offseason is, and if he is still going to be with us, got to get his mentals together in the offseason. Like, he's well, gotta, I think like, there's, there's going to be a lot that they have to work on with Zach Wilson. His mechanics are going to have to be worked on again. He's got to sit down with the with the quarterback coach and really get it together. Uh, his confidence, though, there, there's so much about Zach Wilson that is going to have to be fixed. I don't know. And again, I, I, we're sitting here right now, and everybody knows I love Zach, but I don't know if he's even going to be ready, especially by the time next year. I think they're going to have a quarterback competition if they don't say, "Hey, we're going with Mike White." I think they're going to have a competition because there's no way you could look at him and think that you can turn to Zach Wilson at this point. Not only his mechanics and his ability to read defenses, all of that is off, the basic stuff. He can't realize what's going going on out there on the field on a basic level. But his confidence is shot. I'm talking he's broken, Steve, and we see it. We, We saw it after Sella talked about his confidence being down. He talked about it after he got sat down against the Jaguars. So, You've got to rebuild all that, and that is a lot to do, a lot to rebuild. But, Steve, you've been bringing some fire takes, man. Before I let you go, because the lines are hot, give me your final score prediction. Jets, Dolphins, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think the game ends up? You know something, Joe? I'm just going to say this right now. Whether we win or lose this game, I just want the Jets season just to finish because it's just it's been a sad depressing season unfortunately I mean listen and I do agree what you said earlier in the show do I think this show that that this season was a failure for the New York Jets no they did a lot of great things and you know what things that hurt this season was and unfortunately I hate to tell you Joe but at times as much as I love this team this team is cursed okay this team is absolutely cursed from losing Brees Hall and hang on, Joe, let yeah. me finish before I let you yeah. talk. Go, From losing no, no, no. Brees Hall. Wait, hold, on, hold on a second, Steve. Hold on a second, Steve. Before, before you go on, I hear what you're saying. The Jets have had issues. But, again, injuries and stuff like that happens around the league. We have to be able to recover for them. 
But the Jets, at times during this season, just didn't capitalize on those spots where they needed to win. Now, figuring out the Jets' quarterback position is big, and hopefully they do that, you know, going forward. Maybe Mike White's going to be the guy, maybe not, but it's going to be really tough, especially, again, trying to figure out how we do things offensively. Now, quickly, Steve. That roughing the pass. Quickly. Yeah, roughing the pass, all all that stuff. Can you go go ahead? I'll let you Give me your final score prediction as well. All right. I'll just say this. I'll just go back to what I was going to say. That roughing the passer mm-hmm. call on John Franklin Myers back in week eight in New England still stinks. Should have never been a penalty. Mm-hmm. That was another thing that hurt our season, too. All right, but, Joe, mm-hmm. my final score prediction for the game is if Tua and Teddy Bridgewater don't play, but I do think Teddy's going to probably play, I do think the Jets will win the last game of the year. I- okay. I'll, give them, I'll give them a 20-16 to 16 win over the Dolphins. All right, 20 to 6. Listen, Steve, thank you brought you, some great takes, man. I got a slide off. You have a good one. Hey, thank you, Joe. Good night. All right, good night. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We're taking all callers next. Oh, well, Brandon, hopefully you get back in here. We're going to go to Brandon next. I'm going to my guy, Rusty. Rusty. I'm coming directly to you, all right? I'm coming directly to you. Salute to you, Rusty. For those of you that do not know, Rusty, oh, he's a savage. Savage. (laughs) Listen, Rusty, Jets lose to the Seattle Seahawks, man. Give me your thoughts about this loss, man. How do you feel? Well, salutes, Joe. Salutes, fellow savages. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, it, it's growing pains. I'm not happy, but uh, I'm also a realist, and I can see through it. You know, but um, mm-hmm. I, I think it's, I, I think it's Lafleur, and that's at L A F L O O R, by the way, and not Lafleur, however, pinky up buttercup. <laughs> he, he's, he's lost his booth privileges. Uh, it's, go it's ahead, gonna, go ahead. Here you go. Here you go. You and, go oh, yeah, ahead. I'm about to tear into a tangent. Just hold on two seconds. I'm just grabbing Chinese food real quick. Hold on one second. <laughs> Listen, I, I hear you, Rusty. You look at this situation. There has been some issues with Michael Floor. Uh, you look at the play calling. There, It's been tough there. Uh, his issues with, especially, uh, you know, in the red zone, I think it's been documented. But there's a lot of Jets fans that are calling for his head, a lot of Jets fans that are looking at the situation saying, hey, we need to move on from this guy, especially with our offense struggling the way that it has, because the defense has been able to put in work. The defense has kept us in games. I mean, what are your thoughts about that, Rusty? Are you for getting rid of Michael Floyd? Do you think that he should be the coach that should be the scapegoat for the Jets that season? Well, I don't think just him. I, I think, uh, you know, Earl Brick or whatever the heck, I think he had a little thing to do with it too. Not playing JFM next to Quinnen is criminal. Like, mm. that, 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 that drove me crazy all season. I don't know how you don't do that. I mean, LaFleur needs – he needs training wheels, man. And it's sad to say, mm. but it, it starts from when we lost Coach Knapp. Before, it wasn't even supposed to be our OC. He was supposed to be, you know, grandfathered into that, if you will. 
And well, he, it, it, you know, he, he was, he was going to be our OC. Nap was supposed to be the guy that really was going to be like the quarterback's guy. And I know, I think Calabrese yeah. is the guy that's the quarterback guy now, but losing coach Nap was tough. And people talk about it constantly, the impact that he, you know, could have absolutely had on, on Zach Wilson, but, you know, continue on with your take there. When you look at the situation here with coaching, there's, I want to get your thoughts on this. I'm not saying it's me, but what I am saying is, there's a lot of Jets fans that are ready to move on from Sulla as a whole, saying, hey, we should just get rid of him as well, dump the whole staff, because they're intrigued about the Sean Payton situation there. He supposedly wanted no to get back into the league. And he's, okay, give me your thoughts on it. I want to I, hear it. I want to hear it. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off like that, but I, I don't think so, man. Like, because you go, if, if, you, if he gets a whiff, I think Coach Sala gets a whiff of us looking up, you know, trying to sniff around for Harbaugh or Peyton or any of those dudes, it, it's going to lose the fire. Like, it, it, when you look at our team and we're sitting there getting, you know, our face kicked in, spit on and everything, and we only give up, mm-hmm. what, 20 points, 23 points as a whole while we're getting dog-walked in the first half, we're so used to losing yeah. those games 40 to nothing, 40 to 3, you know, and mm-hmm. higher. And uh, that's all Sala. That is literally solid spirit. The, the thing is, is I honestly think he's just got to get his quote-unquote friends out of his coaching system. You can't, you know what I mean? Okay. It's like a CEO hiring his best friend as a as a president of his company. That's not going to happen. To you know what I mean? That doesn't work. You need not to have that comfortability. And, and, you know what I mean? You have to have no, accountability. And, and absolutely, and I hear you. But my, my, and I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I hear what you're saying about Sulla, and, and you like him, and I, you know, I, I kind of do as well. But his game management stinks. You look at the situation. How clock many times have you been talking about? Oh, clock man! I was just about to get there. You look at that Lions game. You, you what are you? Oh, that You're going to go home with those timeouts in your pocket. You know, the the man, Look at the the Jaguars game. Our playoff lives are still in the balance there. Guess what? He uh, leaves old uh, Zach Wilson out there when he should have pulled him. Look at this game against the Seahawks. You can clearly, visibly see that Mike White is hurt, and you still keep him out there as well. I mean, isn't his game management just enough where you look at the situation and you can say to yourself, he shouldn't be the guy going forward? I'm just playing devil's advocate here. But then who do you take? Say, you know, now you got Salah's sour taste in his mouth if we couldn't land, you know, Sean Payton or Harbaugh. Now what? You know what I mean? Now he's not trusty. You know, now he's not trusting you. You know, that I, I the one guys that should be connected at the hip should be J.D. and Sala. All the other dudes, you know, you can be irreversible. Uh, you know, you can be chips in the game of pawn, if you will. You know, pawn chips in the game mm-hmm. of life. Sorry, I butchered the heck out mm-hmm. of that. But, uh, no, listen. I, no, that's, listen, I, that's I how you. it should. Yeah, I, I mean, I hear you. And, and I look at the situation like this as well. You look at Sulla, and, yeah, he has had some struggles this year, you know, as far as his clock management. But there, he's also made some brilliant decisions this year as well, right? And if you look at the, how the team rallies around him, all of the things that he's been able to bring here as far as his, you know, we weren't even a free agent destination at one point. Players wanted to come here simply to play under him, and I think that's huge as well, right? He's changed everything around. And our defense, as bad as our offense has been, our defense has been phenomenal this season. I think only Ridiculous. twice this year. I think only twice this year somebody scored scored you know above I think twenty four points against or twenty five points against us. I think it was like the Browns 
and the Vikings, we've been in every single game because of our defense. Anybody can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, we've been in every single game this year because our defense has played so bad. It's just that our offense yeah, has Baltimore been was the only hiccup. Again. Yeah, yeah. So my final okay. question for you, Rusty, because you're bringing the heat, bro. Give me your thoughts about the idea of moving on from Mike White. Are you a guy that thinks that because White played badly in this game, you know, it's done for him here, that he shouldn't be the Jets' starting quarterback at, you know, any point next season, that we should be looking elsewhere. Are you ready to move on from Mike White? Well, I never thought that he was a starting quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, he's a true bridge quarterback who's mad good. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Frank Reich did some crazy stuff and did comebacks and all that stuff. But, you know, the the dude the dude is, you know, quote-unquote, not a starter. You know, sorry, but it is true. Mm-hmm. Like, he could pull that magic out of his hat. But – you know, is not that reliable. And I don't want a car either, man. And that's with two R's. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it, it's it, he's a fumble-itis guy, and he's terrible in bad weather. Those are two mm-hmm. things that uh, we have, you know. It's just is what it is now with the fumbles, but just with the weather and wind and everything. But uh, yeah. that, that's how I feel about okay. that situation. And we're going to dog walk Miami, too. I feel that because oh, it's the typical well, Jets way. Me, and instead of picking 13th yeah, in the draft, or instead of ninth, we're going to pick 13th or something. What? <laughs> give me your final score prediction <laughs> on that, Rusty. Uh, I I think it's going to be a blowout. I really do. Um, I, I'm I'm saying 35 plus to three us. I really wow, see it. Okay. Down in Miami. <laughs> gonna... I hear you. Go ahead and finish up quickly. Yeah, it's just guys going to already be in Miami, and it's our typical fashion, you know? If you can't get the number yeah. nine pick, you might as well get the 13th or higher, whatever. Yeah. But uh, and then I hope yeah. you trade back in the draft. But I know you got a lot of yeah. busy stuff going on, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later on. But listen, Rusty, I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right, my friend? Absolutely, brother. And, you know, let's go all Jets right. and salutes to you and the fellow savages. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Happy New Year's to all the savages in the chat, man. We're going to keep on rolling. Next, I'm going to my guy, Jason. Chris, Julio, Venom, all the other callers. We'll get to you in a second. Salutes to you, Jason. For those of you that don't know, Jason, he's a savage, man. Listen, Jason, welcome to the show, man. We've been talking all night. Jets lose to Seattle 23-6, to man. Playoff hopes down the drain. How are you feeling about it? Uh, well, say I get into this because this is going to be something. Um, happy, happy Christmas, and I hope you had a good New Year. Um, I, Absolutely. Salute I, you. Happy New Year to you as well. My my goodness, I actually went to this game and oh my goodness, yeah, 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 yeah. So I got to see the whole twelve and everything, and I get to got to see our team lose with no energy, with with them not even trying to win this game in a playoff mm-hmm. or win win or go, and, and it was it, it 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 was just bad, man. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was yeah. bad. They came out flat. They looked just unprepared. And that leads me to my next question with you, man. You were there at the game. 
when you came away from that game and you saw what had happened out there, what were your thoughts about Sella's game management? There was a lot of people absolutely going off on him about that. What are your thoughts about it? Man, dude, like, uh, this, this, this this team has given up on Sella, in my opinion, dude. And it's sad to say, but you could just see it, man. Um, just the offense don't care anymore. The defense doesn't care, dude. Um, they just don't – they're just not doing the, the bath, dude. And it, I think I think I see where people are coming from when they say they want to out is because the team has given up on this guy and it's just so tired. It just you could see it. There's no life, man. If you looked, I was able watching was I was watching the Seahawks um, sideline and the uh, Jets sideline. The Seahawks sideline, dude, they were they looked lively. They looked like they were ready to go. They looked like mm-hmm. it was a playoff game for them. Yeah, we looked dead. We looked like they was just, we were just standing there just to be happy. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it, it's it was frustrating to watch. Now, you were there live at the game. What were your thoughts about Mike White? There's a lot of Jets fans ready for him to move on. Do you think that he should be a guy that should get a chance next year to be the New York Jets starting quarterback, or are you done with him at this point? Well, um, I – for people who know me, um, they know I'm a Mike White person. So I, I, I said for this guy to be to go out there and you know see what we got in him, you know. And he did play bad. Mm-hmm. I do give, I do, do that first int is on. So you can't. There's nothing. You can't defend that man. He shouldn't have thrown that, mm-hmm. and it sucked. But you know what? He had one bad game, you know. And this is this is the game where everyone on that on that team quit. So mm-hmm. I'm not willing to give up on him yet. I'm willing to let him come back and whoever we bring in, let him fight for that star spot. But mm-hmm. that game, he, he sucked at the Seahawks game. I, I have to admit that. I'm, I'm, I, even though I'm a Mark White person, dude, he, he sucked. I'm sorry. I can't defend him on that. No. I mean, it is what it is. Now, my final question for you, Jason, you've been bringing the heat. Do you consider this season a failure because the Jets missed the playoffs? So, I will start. So, I do consider this a failure, and there's a reason why. Not because we didn't get wow. to the playoffs. Okay. Because okay. of that. It, in the beginning, we were 6-3, and three, and now we're 7-8. We lost five straight games. Oh, no, six straight games. Yeah. Oh, no, not yeah. six, five, sorry. There's no excuse to lose five straight games. If we were, there's no, if we were one, at least one of, well, at least one of those games, we would be in the playoffs. Well, we'd be mm-hmm. talking playoffs at this point. There's no excuse losing that. So we were six and three. We were all high and going, and just how it ended up is a disappointment. And now we have more questions than right now, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I hear your take there. So before I let you go, Jason, give me your final score prediction, Jets, Dolphins. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? Well, I I envy all the Jets and I said, man. But if our team wasn't wasn't there when our, our most important game, and they mm-hmm. would and they weren't out there even to try on that game, what do you think they're gonna try in this game? 
Oh. You know, it doesn't matter who you look to. And do our offense, dude, it sucked too because I'm um, looking to our game. The, the, we had seven drops happen. Mm, yeah. It just, it just, it, it just, I don't see us winning this because of the energy. We don't have the, we just, they just don't care anymore. They want to end the season. Wow. Wow. Okay. Give me a score, man. So, let's see. So I'm gonna give this probably. I know I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna get heated for this. I know it's gonna suck, but I, I'm gonna see six to seventeen dolphins. Oh, okay. Well, listen, Jason. It was phenomenal to speak to you tonight. I gotta slide off. You have yourself a good one. All right. You too, Jets up. Bye. All right, absolutely. And Happy New Year's to him as well. We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. I, I don't consider this, this season a failure. I don't. Now, I'm disappointed with us not making the playoffs. But failure? I don't consider it a failure. But I'm going to keep on getting to these savages. Salute to all the savages in the chat. Happy New Year's to every single one of you. Keep putting those questions in there. We'll be, we'll be coming to you folks in just a second. Next, I'm going to go to my guy, Chris. Chris, I'm coming directly to you, and we're going to talk to Chris, man. He's always got some solid takes. For those of you that don't know, Chris, he's a savage, man. Chris, I want to thank you for coming on. Listen, give me your thoughts, man. Jets lose to the Seahawks. Playoff hopes are over. Should the Jets get rid of Mike LaFleur? Give me your thoughts. Hi, Joe. Happy New Year. And before I Happy answer that, I want to I wanna thank my – I want to give my thoughts and prayers to DeMar Hamlin and his family. I hope he's doing all yeah. right. Um, Absolutely. Hopefully things – hope I hear good news, and hopefully he'll be ready to go um, pretty soon. Um, with that said to the side, I, had, I knew from the start we were going to lose, okay? <laughs> Starting – well, first off, first of all, we're dealing, we were dealing with the 12th man. We, we never had a chance against the 12th man. Okay. Um, that's number one. Number two, number two the, the whole, everything was, this was expected. I expected this because this is a repetition of 2015. We started off good, then we, we choked. It, it, that's, that's, that's why I had my suspicions the moment we started winning those games. And then all of a sudden, after the bye, we started losing those games. And I knew from the start my suspicions were correct. It was it was going to be a, a crash landing. I mean, what's more there well, to say? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I hear you there. I, I won't say that I knew from, you know, before the game started that we were done. But I'll tell you what, that 60-yard run at the beginning definitely woke me up. And I thought, hey, the Jets better get it together or we're going to be in some bad, you know, situations. And as the game played out, we kind of were. Now, as we continued on, we saw Mike White, you know, really go out there and not play his best as well. What were your thoughts about his performance in the game? And do you think that this is kind of closing the door on him being the Jets starter next season? I had no confidence of putting him out on the field because of his rib conditions. Playing with crushed mm. ribs is not, is not, uh, 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 a healthy thing to do, you know, because think about it. Mm-hmm. You play with busted rib. What's the scenario? You're just gonna you're risking your quarterback to get injured. I didn't I didn't mm-hmm. want him to play, to be honest. When I announced them that that when they announced that he was gonna play, I was like, oh my god, another mistake they're making. 
You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to blame. Here's the thing. I'm not going to blame Mike White. I'm not going to blame the offensive coordinator. This is this, this is basically has been has been like this from the start. This has been. A, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, I'm lost for words at the moment. Though I'm not yeah. surprised, but I'm lost for words. Listen, and I hear you. So my final question before I let you go, man, is this season a failure in your eyes because the Jets didn't make the playoffs? Let me tell you this, Joe. I never expected playoffs when the season started. I I only expected development because this was Mm -hmm. supposed to be a development year. Unfortunately, the majority of us Jets fans, we got so obsessed with the winning streak that we forgot what the true objective was. I, on the other hand, I, 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 I wanted development. Next year, it was mm-hmm. supposed to be playoffs. So, okay. as the guy in the commercial said, playoffs? What are you talking about? Playoffs? No, you know, I mean, that's, let's be yeah. real here. But anyway, um, okay. um, I, I, did, I knew this season was going to be a failure anyway. I, I, I had mm-hmm. my predictions. But one, real quick, wow. one quick thing before I give you my final score. Um, the yeah, quarterback right. situation... I don't want no veterans at all. No veterans. I want to. I want them to work with what they have. Okay. I want them to work what they what they have. Have a competition between okay. Zach and Mike. Okay. And then we'll see where it goes from there. Oh, all right. Because well, I mean, if, getting yeah. If, if if there's a competition between Zach Wilson and Mike White, I, I'm sorry, you've seen it at this point. Mike White's going to win it. Uh, that's why Doesn't Mike matter. White starts. Yeah, yeah but that's, I mean, uh, I mean, so you want to stick with Mike White, basically. At this point, you look at Zach Wilson, he's not going to give you much of anything. I mean, the competition is already pretty much done. <laughs> I mean, unless they think that something just magical is going to happen with Zach Wilson again. I, I don't want to close the door on the guy, but when you look at how he's looked so far this season and how broken he is, it's tough to think that he's just going to magically – come out of nowhere and just be the guy next season and beat Mike White out. Mike White out. I think Mike White is going to beat him out again. So well, I, I well, Joe, saying, well, Joe, well, Joe, you know mm-hmm. how Go this ahead. league is. Mysterious, mysterious things happen. Karma comes in to bite yeah. him. So anything can happen. I guess. Now for my final, yeah. now for my final score, um, mm-hmm. we're going to give, we're going to give Miami a ticket to the playoffs. Okay. Because oh. I have a feeling we're going to, we're not going to win this one. We're just going to close it out. It's going to be a low-scoring low score because both teams are, like, banged up. So I'd say 16-10 Miami. 16-10 Miami. Whoa. <laughs> thank you Chris, for having I want me, to thank you. and Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year to you as well. Chris calling in. <laughs> said ticket to the playoffs. Whoa, we're going to keep getting through these lines again. 515 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to Julio. Venom, other callers will come to you in a second. Julio, salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in. For those of you that do not know, that man Julio, he's a savage. <laughs> Hey, Chris What's had a job? ticket to the playoffs. What's going on, Julio? Listen, man. Nothing, nothing. Jets, happy New Year. Jets, happy New Year to you as well. Jets take a loss, man. We're missing the playoffs. Give me your thoughts, man. Is this a failure of a season because the Jets have missed the playoffs? Oh, no. No, no, no. We predicted it was going to be a seven-win season, 
and we got what uh-huh. we did. we got. All right. Okay. <laughs> it's not a failure. I think next year we're going to be the bomb. Okay. Okay. So when you look at the situation, right, a lot of people are, mm-hmm. are calling for Sulla to either be fired or fire someone in the staff, right? And the guy that they're uh-huh. looking at is Mike LaFleur. What are your thoughts about him, his play calling, and would you be open to the Jets firing Michael Ford? Is that something you think should happen? Mm, I don't think that's going to happen. And I'm going to be honest. It's only been two years they've been working mm-hmm. together with a new team. Mm-hmm. Remember, two years ago, nobody wanted to come to us, you know? Mm. So they started from scratch trying to build it like a 49er team, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, so even with Sean Payton chance. out there, even with Sean Payton out there, and uh, even with Sean Payton out there, Julio, yeah. you wouldn't Look. be. You're still saying nope. stick with Sulla. Don't let. Okay. Yeah. Because look what we accomplished. Two mm. years, we became a seven-win team. Yeah. You know, we got yeah. a good defense. We got all the right pieces. We only missing one mm-hmm. great piece, and we got to build yep. for that. You know. Yeah, and that's and that's at the quarterback position. I think, that, and that's where I want to go with yeah. you next, Mike White. He didn't play very well against Seattle. My final question for you, man: What are your thoughts? What should the Jets do at quarterback? Are you willing to stick with Mike White next season? Or are you thinking the Jets should look elsewhere? I'll put it like this: Mike White is a good quarterback, but you know I'm a I'm a Sag Wilson kind of guy anyway, right? Okay. Just like, you know, everybody keep on talking about Carr, Derek Carr. I don't think he's coming. They need to forget okay. about Derek Carr. He's not coming. But I really think what's possible, and mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, I think Jimmy Garoppolo will be one of the front runners to come over there. Okay. He's okay. a veteran, Talk. but he's been to the Super Bowl. Then mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers might be one because he followed Aaron Rodgers, you know? And he Zach Wilson could sit behind Aaron Rodgers for a year to learn. Okay. Well, but you know, and a lot of people talk about a lot of people talk about Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson, but I, I just, yeah, those are tough. I, I just don't think that's going to happen, but go on quickly. The dark horse is keep in mind, Salo came from the 49ers. And it's under the uh, what's his name tree. Um, the Shanahan, Shanahan yeah, tree. Yeah, Shanahan. Look, Shanahan don't want no quarterback competition with um, Brock Purdy and their quarterback that they drafted. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So be don't 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 think that Brock Purdy could go on a trade. Probably for a couple pick or CJ Mosley. Well, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know about no, that. No, no, I just right. saying. I just saying that's okay, a dark I'm... horse. It's a dark okay. horse. They don't uh, want no competition. Just remember, yeah, I mean, they already set on their future quarterback. Yeah, and if they I mean, don't, uh, you know, if they don't, I, 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 I know CJ like... Mosley is out. Yeah, you know? I, I, well. I, Again, I think C.J. Mosley, again, we'll talk about his contract, but I, I think C.J. Mosley's more than likely to say. I, I think they'll stay with Mike White before they trade off quite a bit of picks for Purdy. But before I let you go, Julio, you've been bringing some takes, man. Give me your final score prediction. Jets, Dolphins, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? I'll be honest. I think the Dolphins going to win. 
because they're just trying to get that test pick in the draft. If they get below okay. 78% are getting that 10th spot if they lose. Give me the score, you know? man. Give me a score. I think it's going to be a close one. Okay. 21-24. Dolphin win. Oh man! <laughs> All right, Julio. I want to thank you. I want to thank you for calling in, man. You have yourself a good one, man. Call it in with some text, man. All right, we're gonna keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in, Julio said. We he wants he thinks possibility to trade for Purdy. I don't know about that. All right, I will tell you this. I think that Mike White is definitely gonna be in consideration for the Jets starting quarterback position. And I also think that a quarterback competition as far as some veterans could be brought in. Like I said, Carr, Garoppolo, who's the guy that's been in this system, seen some success here. Don't be surprised. I want to be very clear. I like Lamar Jackson. I think he's amazing. All right? I actually want the Jets to draft him, okay, because I didn't think we were going to draft Sam Darnold. I didn't think it was a chance, okay? But I just don't know. I think he sticks with the Raiders, uh, Ravens, excuse me, and I think that, Rodgers probably is going to stick with uh, Green Bay as well. I just, just don't see those guys coming here, but we'll talk about that. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Venom G's. I'm coming to Venom G's. Angelo, Rick, we'll get to you in a second. Other callers, too. Venom G's, for those of you that do not know. Okay, that boy, Venom G's. Venom, you already know what time it is, and you know what it's about. All right? Jeff, yeah, Joe, let's go. Playoff. No playoffs here, my friend. Give me your thoughts about this situation. How much of this loss do you put on Sulla? You know, when you have see this team come out flat, what are your thoughts, man? Is this all on Sulla? And, you know, how are you feeling? Yeah, I think I – think, um... A lot of it is on him because the like they said, uh, your team take reflects you. So I think they're reflecting mm-hmm. him because he's so calm, he's no high, no lows, he's just mild mm-hmm. tone. So they they're probably just taking on his persona. So there's no screaming, no yelling, no sit downs, no no nothing. So, you know, everybody just feel like they could get away with it and it's just like a job when you your boss ain't that serious. You ain't going to be that serious team firing. Nobody is going to be like, all right, I could get away with anything here. So, you know, oh, he ain't whoa. suspending me for nothing. So, okay. you know, I think they that's the that's the type. Because we, we was headed for the playoffs, man. You come out, you have the desire to, to, to show out. But they don't have that yet, man. Or it could just be. You know, a learning curve because, like you said, with these young guys, they don't know what they don't know, but the mm-hmm. coach is supposed to coach them up to, to figure this thing out. Man, we was we were set up in a beautiful spot. But I'm not blaming, blaming it all on Salah. He doesn't call the offensive mm-hmm. plays. He's, he's mm-hmm. you know, this team, man, we just, we just know our future is bright. That's all I know. That's all I could think about now is what's coming Hold on. forward next year. Hold on, yeah, Venom. Yep. You start talking about offensive play calling. That was my next question. LaFleur, there's Jets mm-hmm. fans that are there at his neck. Do you think Mike LaFleur should be fired? 
man, I don't, I don't think so. Yes man. or no? I think we don't need... do it. Okay. Joe, nobody does the smoke tonight. Joe, nobody. If it's me, I'm not. Yo, Joe, if it's me. And you, I'm not hiring my homeboy to coach nothing. I need because he, he don't, he's he. That's his homeboy. He's like, yo, there's some people. Some people got to go. And Salah, I don't mm-hmm. think he's willing to let this guy go. So he's gonna do whatever he can for this guy to succeed. But you know, I, I would, I would let him go. I would let him go. Wow. Get somebody else mm-hmm. in the building, man. But, but you can't really, you can't really. Look at him. It's just like Zach Willis, Wilson. You can't, you know, know what he got until you put a competent player in that position and see what he's doing. Like I told you before, Joe, the play caller wasn't the issue. It was the quarterback running the play. Now when you put mm-hmm. Mike White in, you'd be like, oh, oh, this looks different. Then when you put Shrevler in, then when you put, you know, everybody in there, it, the offense yeah. moves, so he's he's okay at – it's just the players – and. You know, like they like the last caller said, they messed up when they put Mike White in, and his ribs were still messed up because we all thought mm-hmm. that he was hurt. He was in, he was in thrown with yep. the velocity. He was getting it out on time. He was overthrowing guys. So I can't blame Mike White. I, I, you know, I love Mike White. He should be in the building next year. They should lock him down, but they got to bring in somebody that could could push Zach Wilson. To, to get to the next plateau or just even let him sit, let him sit, you know. And I think the most interesting thing Salah said at the press conference the other day was look at how many other Jets quarterbacks leave and then start progressing. Because I I, I swear, Sam Donald born yeah. this weekend, last weekend, mm-hmm. my man mm-hmm. Sam D is looking good, man. Mm-hmm. We should have kept that. Hold point. on. Okay, listen. Now, okay, so now everybody loves Sam Darnold. I'm just saying, you, Joe. I, you know, you know, Joe. Listen, Joe. People, people, people <laughs> used to hop all over me. All right, come on, everybody. Crack. <laughs> come on, guys. You know, Joe. Joe, you're defending Sam. Oh, Joe. Blah 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 blah. Well, listen here, okay. Yo, Joe, First off, and I, I hear, in, I, I, I hear on. that take. Go, go ahead. I'll I let was you in the same I, boat I, with you, bro. All the okay. way to the end, okay. me and you was riding in the same boat. We were smoking crack together. Talk about it. <laughs> okay. <that>. Now listen. <laughs> now listen. I understand what Sola was saying with that, how Jets quarterbacks go elsewhere and have success. But when you look at the past here, right, with the New York Jets, and I think that this is something that no one talked about when they hear about that take. I don't think there was a Jets quarterback that was set up for success here that moved on and did well elsewhere like Zach Wilson has been set up for success. Sam Darnold never yeah, had as great yeah. as – I believe that Sam could have been here, right? Not just because I'm an yep. MC guy, fight on, but he mm-hmm. never had the offensive line. He never had the coaching. He never had the weapons, right? He never had a running game yeah. like we had. He didn't have nothing close to what Zach had. Nothing. You talk no, about Geno Smith. Geno never. Geno never had. Geno never had an yeah, opportunity to start that. with the type of weapons and stuff. That's when Fitz came here and did his. Yep. Thing. So I think that that's that's really tough to try to make that take, and a lot of people are glossing over that. Zach Wilson, as much as I like Zach, has no excuse to be bad. He has no excuse. Zach Wilson has not shown anywhere near the level of talent to this point. He has not shown anywhere near the level of talent that Sam Darnold showed here. And people are just glossing over. He had every single thing that you could possibly ask the quarterback to have 
given to him. A running game, tight ends, wide receivers, offensive line. This whole thing was overhauled for him coming into the season. Give me your thoughts on that. I'll give you the final word on that, Venom, quickly. I I agree with you. Yo, Joe, I was saying that was trash from from the jump because I, I, I just can't see it in home. Yo, and I'm not I'm not a fan of handing anybody anything. It's different when you earn it. It's different when you yeah. get it out the mud. And and Mike mm. White get it out the mud. You know, Russell Wilson mm. had to get it out the mud. This kid came in there like his crap don't stink. He came in there mm. acting like he's that dude and he wasn't even mm. that dude. You, you know, Sam was in sitting in the pocket throwing the Robbie Anderson, going having touchdowns. The way this dude throws is so much better than Zach Wilson. I, I don't yeah. think we should get rid of him, sit him on the bench, mm-hmm. let him get a year and a half, maybe two years to just sit back and watch confident football. But we cannot put that kid back out there. We got to get yeah. this whole line fixed, you know, and, yeah. and everything else, man. Yeah, no, you're talking facts. So quickly before I let you go, because I got callers and we're getting short, Give me your final score prediction. Jets, Dolphins, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? Uh, I think this is going to be 24 Jets to uh, 13, the the Dolphins. I think the Jets win in this one, man. Listen, Venom, it was phenomenal to speak to you. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Call in. You know, I love Definitely. going back and forth. Definitely. Happy New Year, right. bro. You have yourself a good one. Happy New Year to you as well. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. Again, we're getting a little short on time, so be quick with your takes. I want to hear from everybody. So next, we're going to my guy, Rick. Rick, we're coming directly to you. Angelo, Colin, Maxwell, other calls. We'll get to you quickly as well. Rick, salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, my friend, Jets lose to Seattle Seahawks. We're out of the playoffs. Do you consider season a failure because we didn't make the playoffs? Actually, I'm actually on the not really because, again, we started off with, like, low expectations, you know. Again, Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of moving parts, a lot of things changing, young Mm -hmm. roster, young coaching staff. So it's like, okay, you know, and – Again, now with the whole, you know, Michael Ford, should he keep his job and stuff? I'm, I'm going to leave it to the organization because it's like, look, they got to figure out, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, he definitely needs to do better as an offensive uh, mm-hmm. uh, coordinator. That's, that, that's a fact, you know. Now, mm-hmm. so I'll leave it to the organization to be like, hey, they review it, they figure it out you know, let them figure out whether they should believe in Michael Ford and thinking that he can improve. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, or, I mean, or he's just gonna, not going to be able to, huh? Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, they're absolutely, no, they're, I hear you, Rick, but they're absolutely going to do that. Again, Sulla has pretty much come out and given publicly his vote of confidence to Michael LaFleur, so I, I, I doubt that he fires him, but that could be on the table. Again, this offense has struggled pretty much all season to put up points, and the defense has kept us in games in positions where we should have took those games. So my final question for you before I let you go, quickly, Give me your thoughts on the Jets quarterback position. In your mind, Mike White, is he done here? Should the Jets look to move on from him after this season? I got it. That's a good question. I'm not 100% sure either which way. Again, that's one something that I think 
they they got to figure out. Because honestly, I do believe in like there's a lot of outside noise when it comes to this mm-hmm. organization, and I do think mm-hmm. it kind of affects the people in the organization. So um, I'll just leave it to the I'll leave it for the team. And I'll say this real quick. One thing I realized too is. Really, for any organization, it's, it's it's best to have your own homegrown quarterback because there's really not many. It's super rare for an organization to be successful. You you know when they they have a quarterback that they didn't grow like it's rare like like the Bucks yeah. are like the best example and how many teams have had like the bus situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like. No, that's one thing. Listen, so, like, I don't really have much confidence in the Jets' success going forward if they have to bring in a quarterback. Again, that's just my opinion no, and I, in the big picture. Yeah, thing. and I hear you, Rick. So, yeah, I hear you. Now, final, uh, give me your score prediction really quickly. Jets, Dolphins, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it is up? It depends if it's Tua. Because if Tua's there, I think I think they're going to beat us, Cause especially the way we've been playing mm-hmm. and whatnot. Now, if, if okay. Tua's not there, I think it's going to be a close, low-scoring game, probably okay. like 10. It, it, without Tua, I'd give it to the Jets, probably like 10. The Jets get like maybe fourteen or something. It's still gonna be close, low scoring game. Okay. But, Jets, but but they but maybe squeak the it out. In that position. Okay. And again, I want to thank Rick for calling in. We're gonna keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Next, we're going to my guy. Angelo. Angelo, we're coming directly to you. Colin, Max, other calls, we'll get to you in a second. Salutes to you, Angelo. I want to thank you for calling in. Again, we're a little short on time, so I want you to quickly give me your take on the Jets losing to the Seahawks playoffs out of the question. What are your thoughts about the Jets' quarterback position? Should they move on from Mike White after this season, as you saw his performance against the Seahawks? Yeah, it's tough, man. And, again, I don't consider the season a failure either. It's just – it's it's just hard because we got off to such a good start. And, again, the mm-hmm. injuries derailed our season. You know, with Brees Hall there, I think that's the thing we're forgetting about. With Brees Hall there, we, we prove that, you know, we don't need an Aaron Rodgers at quarterback to win games. So yeah. let's be clear. We can do a couple different things. You know, we can run it back with Mike White and Zach Wilson, which is probably not going to happen. You know, we can make a big free agent splash, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, maybe even a Daniel Jones or a Derek Carr. And I think uh, mm-hmm. Joe Douglas is going to make phone calls, you know, so whether the mm-hmm. deal's right, but he's going to make phone calls. Or, um, you know, looking at where we're going to be drafting, maybe between the ninth and maybe 15th pick, somewhere between there, you got a QB at the University of Florida, Anthony Richardson, six foot four, 230 pounds, um, just a monster, uh, a little raw, you know, a little inaccurate. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, do, do you see the Jets going another first-round pick on a quarterback? I mean, I think it uh, kind of depends on, on what we do in free agency. Because, you know, and then one more thing about the QBs, you got the other, the lower-ranked guys, the Taylor Heineke's, the Jarrett Stidham's now that are mm-hmm. coming up. You know, but, but if we're going to go that way, isn't that kind of like similar to Mike White? So I think that, you know, if, if Jarrett Stidham has another big game and, you know, the Raiders are probably going to take Will Levis out of Kentucky with, this, with the seventh or eighth pick, 
Um, mm-hmm. We've got a lot of options, but you know Joe's going to be yeah. on the phone. And, and you know who's better yeah. to handle this than Joe Douglas, you know, right? I feel like yeah. uh, no. we, we had another season you, where we, we finished where we thought we were, right, 7-9, 7-10. Um, you know, we had a lot of injuries. We still played hard, and we kind of just went flat, you know. It, it is what it is. You know, we yeah. lost that tough game in New England, the punt return. Um, you know, we lost the Minnesota game really close. So those, you know, the C.J. Mosley fourth and one jumping over the line against Buffalo kind of lost that game, you know. So it's like those are three games right yeah. there that we were in. and We, we were in, man. Yep. So yeah. do we really need it? You know, it's just, it, it, it is. It's not a failure, but, man, we were just so close. And we definitely built on last year. But as far as the QBs, uh, you got to lay out those four situations here, and, and Joe Douglas is going to be all mm-hmm. over all four of them. No, he absolutely is, and you bring a lot of great takes there. I just, I think it's tough for us to to be talking about taking a quarterback uh, again in the first round, and I know that there's going to be guys out there. You brought up a guy as well, and we'll continue to talk about that. But I'll tell you what, if we do get a top ten pick, the opportunity to trade down and garner more capital, this offensive line needs to be fixed in a bad way. And even with Makai Beckton come back, I think the only guy you can really look at, I mean, AVT is a guy you definitely want to keep. Makai Beckton's probably going to be here again next season. Uh, Lakeland Thomason is not very good. McGon- uh, Connor McGovern is not very good. Fant and Brown, those are guys that, you know, again, are not very good. They're not showing it. You've got to retool this line, and we could use a lot of capital in this upcoming draft to retool the line. So that's an idea that could be thrown out as well. But you give a lot of great – options and ideas there, Angelona. Before I let you go, man, give me your final score prediction quickly. Jets, Dolphins, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? You know, it's back to last year, man. It's like, you know, now we mm. want to lose to get the draft pick, man. It's like, you know, <laughs> I feel like last year it happened earlier in the year where we were doing that, but yeah. it, it comes to it, man. This is every year for the Jets. We're, we're, we're planning on losing for the draft pick, and yeah. I'm going to say Dolphins 24, Jets 13. I want to thank you for calling in, Angela. You have yourself a good one. We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639. Next, we're going to Colin. Colin, we're coming to you. Maxwell, other calls as well. We'll try to get to you. But Colin, salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in. For those of you that don't know, listen, this dude, Colin, he's a savage. And he's a hater as well. Let's not forget that, okay? He oh, is yes. a hater. No. I'm a hater. <laughs> Happy New Year. No, Happy listen, New Year, Joe. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Savage. Quick, quickly, quickly, because we're getting short, short on time. Give me your thoughts. Lost to the Seahawks. We're out of the playoffs. What are your takes on this, man? Yeah. Um, you know, we, we won games we should have lost, and we lost games we should have won. Um, and I think it, it, a lot of this has to do with experience all around the coach the coach you know head coach oc defensive coordinator these guys are not you know top notch you know they'll get there so you know as far as firing coaches i'm not firing anyone i'm keeping everyone um okay you know you you want you want to you want to build a team the right way keep the guys let them go into their third season you know they they mistakes they made this year i'm sure they're going to correct them next season so um, yeah. Let's try to keep everyone. Let's try to keep everyone together. As far as the quarterback yeah. um, position, though, go ahead. You know, yeah, give us your take on that quickly. Go ahead. My take, my take on 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 Joe Douglas is is that he doesn't like to spend money, and at some point you're going to have to realize you got to spend money on some players to make the team right. even much better. 
the highest mm-hmm. paid person is probably C.J. Mosley, and we, mm-hmm. we're, we're ready to cut him because we're paying him less than $20 million. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so go go out and put put as much money on on the table for Lamar, Aaron Rodgers, or, or you know one of these guys, and yeah. keep Zach Wil- keep Zach Wilson, so mm-hmm. he can learn from one of these guys. If you got to let go so of Mike White, you let go of Mike White. Um, okay, so quickly, quickly, I want to hear this from you yeah. really quickly. If Lamar mm-hmm. and Aaron Rodgers are not on the table, because I, I understand a lot of people talking about them and things are swirling. We see this every year. If they're not on the table, mm-hmm. quickly, Garoppolo, Carr, who you go with? Um, probably probably Carr only because he, he tends to be more healthier. Um, okay. Garoppolo just tends to get hurt, like, every season. So yeah. I would probably go with Derek Carr. Um, I'm not sure who's younger. Okay. Um, okay. but you know, if, if you're going to go with Derek Carr, then you might as well stay with Mike White and, yeah. and Zach. Um, so, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. Derek Carr, I, 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 again, I'm a West coast guy. I see a lot of, you know, those Raiders and there's been a lot of yeah. dysfunction there with the Raiders. Okay. There's been a yeah. lot of issues. And I think that Derek Carr is a very solid. And again, I'm not dumping on Mike White. But I think Derek Carr can yeah. really lift this offense if given the chance. But I'll give you the final word quickly and give me your final score it, prediction as well yeah. before I let you go. Yeah. Derek Carr will be a little better than, than, than Mike White, in my opinion. But you got to look at what we're competing against in the AFC, right? There, there's just a lot of quarterbacks there that you, you have to get over the hurdle. So, um, yeah, I don't think Derek Carr will, will, will take us to the Super Bowl. Um, but, you know, like I said, we won games we should have lost, and we lost games we should have won. And this game mm-hmm. on Sunday is a game that we, we, we should lose because of the, mm-hmm. you know, the draft pick. But watch, mm-hmm. we're going to go and win this one, and, and everyone is excited that we won the last <laughs> game for no reason. So, um, <laughs> give, give me your score for so, I'll, give you, I'll give you a 17-13 Jets. 17-13 Jets? <laughs> I want to thank Colin for calling in. And don't forget, Colin's a hater, man. He's a hater. He'll let you know. I'm going to keep getting to these lines. Maxwell, we're coming directly to you. Maxwell, we're going to be talking to you quickly. I want to hear your takes. Maxwell, quickly, give me your thoughts. Jets lose to the Seahawks. Playoff hopes are done. Is this season a failure because we didn't make the playoffs? So, originally, like, in the start of the season, like, before the season, I thought that the Jets would be good with seven or eight wins. I think, like, Mm-hmm. The expectations was to have seven or eight wins. As the season went on, though, we were like six and three. I would say in the season, I think it's a failure because we had the biggest class. Six and three, we had the easier part of the bye. I thought the Jets were going to be in the playoffs, but no. Since since uh, since the game against the Vikings, the, the mm-hmm. Jets have been collapsing. So. The biggest this is probably the biggest collapse I've seen in Jets history. No, well, I mean, there's a lot of people saying that that they feel like it's the biggest collapse. I, I don't know if it's the biggest collapse. I, I understand the disappointment. I understand, you know, we didn't make the playoffs, but again, we're still in rebuild mode, and I don't think a lot of people reasonably thought the Jets were going to make the playoffs because, again, we have a lot. We at that point, you know, this, this in coming into the season, a lot of unproven young talent, and. I don't think anybody really thought that Sauce would come in and be, you know, if not the best corner, a top three corner in this league, top five corner in this league, excuse me, off the bat. 
the impact of Brees Hall, just all the, the uh, Garrett Wilson, you know, who's probably going to have over a thousand yards already has broken records here with the Jets as a rookie wide receiver here. And just all the things that we had, and especially with our quarterback play being as up and down. So it, it's shocking. But Max, before I let you go, give me your final score prediction. Jets, Dolphins, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? So it really depends. Is Skylar Thompson or the other quarterback, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, I think the Jets would win, but if Tua plays, which I highly doubt, I think the Dolphins would win. So I think it really depends on which quarterback for the Dolphins is playing because the Dolphins as well have a really big collapse. And we were trying to get them out of the playoffs and get the Steelers in this playoff. Mm-hmm. So let's say Tua wins, give it to me. Or Tua starts, give it to me. If Tua starts, I think Dolphins will win 24-13. If Teddy starts, okay. I think it's the Jets. Like uh, sixteen, Dolphins thirteen. Okay, I'll take the Jets one. Let's go. All right. Hey! Whoo! All right. Listen, that was a hot show. I'm gonna give you my sc- final score prediction because I don't duck the score prediction. I'm gonna take the Jets at this point to win this football game. They're still playing for pride. I'm gonna take the Jets to beat the Dolphins. 17 to 10. I'm Listen, I got to get out of here. Show is, man, this was a hot one, okay? Woo, this was a hot one, all right? We're going to go ahead and close out the show. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. All right, I really do. All right, your boy's also on Twitter as well, at YoungJ000, at YoungJ0000. That's the personal page. At The Long Beach Joe is the show's page. Go on over there, all right? Follow me, I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me, no issues. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times. He'll be back. You know what I'm saying? All right, your boy's also on YouTube as well. Going over to YouTube, search Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. All right, going over there, subscribe, hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Click that all on the notification bell. All right, and as always, people, when you see me in person, all right, when you see me in person, okay, because you will see me in person. Free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. I want to thank you folks for taking time out of your day to listen, call in, and interact with your boy any way that you can about the show. You folks are the absolute best. All right? Without you people, I am nothing. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to check in with your boy. So you folks have a good one. Peace.